The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. There's no crying in baseball! No crying! And this game's underway. Into the wind of it is first offering. Just a bit outside. Here's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos. It will be a home run. Oh, my God. God. Deep to right field. Way up there. High, oh, high. And look who's coming up. You talk about a roll of the dice. This is it. Here's the payoff pitch. Welcome into Payoff Pitch, Action Network's MLB betting podcast. We are presented by BetMGM. It's your Friday crew, Brendan Glasheen, joined by Charlie Desterco and Anthony DeBundo. We join you every Monday, Tuesday, and Friday during the baseball season. We've appreciated all of the highly rated ratings that you've left behind. Five-star ratings. Please leave a review as well and subscribe to Payoff Pitch if you haven't done so already. Uh, we've got a few more winners. We've been announcing throughout the course of the week, even last week, that we're doing a giveaway because we've hit 100-plus episodes of Payoff Pitch in its existence. So here are three more winners, and then I'll explain to you, winners, how you can get and claim your prize. So three winners today on this Friday. Brett 711 Ram 8501 Velo 28. Thank you very much for your five-star ratings and reviews. Here is how you can claim your prize. Again, Action Network Pro subscription, or you can get a piece of merch from the Action Network shop. Email podcasts at actionnetwork.com. P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S at actionnetwork.com to claim your prize. Your choice of a one-year pro subscription of the Action Network app or some merch. We'll take care of you. Uh, we will do another giveaway at some point later this season. So if you haven't left a five-star rating yet and a review, we'll get back to you and uh, we really appreciate them. So thank you all. And we will uh, congratulate you one more time before we go. Let's get into the best bets. 15-game slate. Everyone's in action. Short slate on Thursday. Travel day for most of the league. First action starts at 635 with Diamondbacks and Pirates. And then we've got uh, several games starting in that 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock hour, so on and so forth. Charlie Desterco making headlines these days. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. Best bet for Friday, please. <laughs> Yeah, making headlines in a different sport, but my best bet today, Miami-San Francisco over 
seven and a half. The wind is blowing out 25 miles an hour to dead center, left center, dead center. Based on a 71 game sample size of Roto Grinders Weather Edge, that's a 20% increase in home runs expected, as well as a 13% increase in runs. Sandy Alcantara on the mound, Brendan's favorite last name in baseball. He's not the same pitcher last year as last year. He's relying more on his sinker, not really generating as many ground balls, and his expected batting average has jumped to 262 as opposed to 215 last year. His expected slugging up to 400. Uh, that's the highest since 2019. Yeah, it's just a lot. Sandy's just not the same pitcher he was. You overwork him for two years of 200 plus innings, and we've seen, you know, the the Marlins continue to throw him out there in the seventh and eighth inning when he just doesn't have the same stuff the third time through the order. It's the biggest difference that I've seen. He's got a 298 batting average against third time through the order. Last year, that was 239. So he's really struggling as he goes deeper into the games. And the Giants, they're in their uh, positive split here, their preferred split. They A lot of lefties in their lineup, so they crush right-handed pitching. They're seventh WRC plus and third in isolated power against right-handed pitching. And then on the opposite side, Anthony Descofani, he's not walking as many batters this year, but his strikeout rate declined once again. He's not generating swings and misses. His expected ERA is nearly a run higher than actual. So it's been a, a lot of his success has come from a byproduct of good Babbitt luck. He has a 258 batting average on balls in play versus a 270 expected batting average. So even though the Marlins offense can be spotty at times, I think they're going to get things going. Brian De La Cruz has been hitting incredible as of late. Luis Arise obviously hitting in that, you know, two, three, four spot going to be able to he always puts the ball in play so i think the marlins are going to put some runs on the board i think the giants are able to get the sandy alcantara so seven seven and a half it's just way too low for me alcantara went seven and two thirds last start but he allowed six runs uh home run allowed he walked a couple struck out nine uh he's been eating the innings right but giving up uh that last start against cincinnati was alarming that play by the way the seven and a half over is plus money right now at bet mgm you can get it at plus 100 there you go. Even money. Plus 100. You don't have to lay the juice. Anthony DeBundo, as you both know, with newspaper backgrounds, the news cycle continues. Let's not forget DeBundo just a few days ago on Tuesday. We had a great Tuesday on Payoff Pitch, our last pod. And Dinger Tuesday was very successful. So, DeBundo, I want to pump your tires, too, not just <laughs> Durko. What do you got, Anthony, for a best bet on this Friday? Yeah, Arenado, good call. Mountcastle gets the day off, comes in to... to play in like the fourth inning and hits a homer, which is uh, quite the luck box, but we will take that uh, as, <laughs> as a great day. Uh, I'm going to go with the, and this is an ugly one under nine in the Mets guardians game tonight, uh, Cal Quantrill against Carlos Carrasco, two pitchers that I've generally looked to fade uh, in past times and, and would generally have looked to fade coming in. And when I originally thought that the line was going to be eight, maybe eight and a half, uh, I would have taken the over, but all the way up at nine now, which is a key number, of course. Uh, and given the weather conditions at City Field tonight, uh, I like the under here. And I also think that these lineups project well to save these pitchers a little bit uh, because we, we've seen from Carrasco as his stuff has gotten worse, his home runs have gone up. Home runs allowed per nine, uh, up near one eight this year. Last year, he was a little better, but two years ago when he first came back from the injury, home runs were a big issue for him uh, and his peripherals were okay and, and somewhat serviceable. Now, the strikeout minus walk is through the floor, uh, and so that is concerning. But coming off the injury, uh, I do, you know, we don't know what his stuff will look like. There is certainly the risk that it won't be very good, but he gets to face a Guardians lineup uh, that is dead last in ISO and dead last in WRC plus that will not have, it looks like, again, Jose Ramirez. 
uh, due to he's uh, had to go to the DR for bereavement, lost his grandmother. Uh, and it doesn't seem like he's going to be back till Saturday or Sunday. And so this Guardians lineup just doesn't have power uh, and trying to rely on a bunch of balls in play in a very cold hitting environment in City Field tonight. We're talking temperatures in the 50s uh, at first pitch, getting even colder as we get into the game. Uh, it's just not uh, conducive to, to a total at nine at City Field. So I, I like the under here. Uh, Quantrill has not been good either. You won't hear me make the case for Quantrill. But the Mets offense has similar problems right now, I think, to, to the Guardians, that they're just not really slugging. Uh, outside of Pete, the the ISO is in the bottom seven, and that's with the guy leading the league in home runs in the lineup. So uh, I like the under here. Uh, it's a hold your nose play. Hopefully that you know these guys only go four or five innings. We can get to the bullpens. I also think it's a good live under game. Uh, the minute that you know Quantrill and Carrasco are out, look to play a live under potentially as well if it's over nine, uh, because I do think these bullpens match up decently well. Okay, so you'd rather take the full game because you trust the bullpens and you're hoping these guys get out early because the first five totals four and a half. Yeah, I like the the uh, full game more okay. than the first five. Very good. And by the way, Carrasco returns to the rotation. It was a uh, his right elbow swelling with a bone chip. Ooh, sounds brutal. But you know, Charlie thinks the Mets are back. So yeah, that, this is the he, Cookie Carrasco revenge game. So I he's love. He's grace. He's not going to give up any runs because it's he's playing his former team. The I, I'm going to pull out my inner BJ Cunningham. I mean, Debundo, listen. Uh, Brett Beatty is going to start hitting home runs. They've just brought up Mark Vientos, Francisco Alvarez, all the power in the world. I mean, you're just sleeping on the New York Mets and their offense. <laughs> I think, I mean, listen, you know, two out of three of the Rays, that walk-off home run by Pete two days ago has me feeling some type of way. So the World Series is back on. Just see him with his arms folded, looks down. He goes, look, guys, Carlo, Carlos Carrasco is a good pitcher. <laughs> And then he looks up and he stares into the camera with vindication for our Chris sales velocity has actually been up. We're not going to discuss him today. because He's not pitching, but uh, sales velocity has been up. That is interesting to me. That's a, that's a bingo card. If you uh, heard the Ramp, name drop Chris of Chris sale, sale on a yeah. pitch podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're looking at uh, fading the public or not. Let's find out. We look at the action app to uh, see where the cash is coming in percentage of bets. And one game that jumps out to us, twins, angels, the public loves Minnesota. 87% of the bets, 92% of the dollars on the Twins. Angels coming off that series against Baltimore. Are we fading the public? Are we backing the Angels on a Friday night, Charlie? The public likes you. That's the only reason that this might fly. How are we going to handle the public? Uh, I think it's Twins or anything for me in this matchup, but I'm looking toward the first five under four and a half uh, or four. It doesn't matter to me. Joe Ryan is incredible. Uh, DeBondo's talked about it all season long. Just to like quickly touch on him, he's in the top 1% of chase rate, a near 30% strikeout rate, a 2.14 expected ERA. I mean, he's limiting barrels. He's as legit as they come. Every single number across the board for Joe Ryan is great. And Reed Detmers, i expecting a bit of positive regression from him. He's shored up his barrel rate from last season. Uh, he's still getting hit hard at times but you're seeing kind of an increase in strikeouts he's getting babbit to death the 372 batting average on balls in play and a left on base percentage of 63 and a half so he's been quite unfortunate just giving up a lot of runs at bad times and not able to strand runners he does have a 257 expected batting average so expecting better numbers from him uh in, in just in this game you know the weather it's it's just about average conditions so there's not an expected increase in home runs not a decrease but Minnesota, they're in their negative split against the left-handed pitching. They're actually 26th in WRC plus against lefties. Other than Byron Buxton, I'm not sure, especially with Carlos Correa struggling. There's much from that Twins offense against lefties. And then the Angels, 
they're outside of the top 10. They're 11th in WRC plus against right-handed pitching, but it's Joe Ryan. Both bullpens have been pitching decently well. So uh, I'm going to avoid the bullpen blow up that, you know, we almost saw last night with the angels against the Orioles and just struggle and just taking the first five under four and a half here. Ryan Detmers expecting a great low scoring game here. Debundo, Joe Ryan's AL Cy Young odds have been halved and then some. When you look around. Fourth best. Fourth best. That's right. It's a good sign. He's only trailing. I just had it up here a second ago. Cole, he, Otani, and McClanahan? Correct. Cole, McCl- yep. uh, Cole, McClanahan, Otani, just going in the order of the odds. And there's Joe Ryan at 12 to 1. Are, are you? Is there an angle you'd like to play on the Twins to avoid having to fade the public, or or do you do like the Angels possibly? I'll be riding with Joe Public, Barney at the bar. Uh, <laughs> we're all going to be on the Twins at least in the first five uh, for me, minus one thirty. Uh, I think that these two guys. I don't disagree with Charlie's pick either. Uh, Ryan and Detmers are two of the biggest stuff plus gainers year over year. Detmers throwing harder. Uh, Ryan throwing this the splitter that's been really, really impressive and really good uh, and getting uh, more ride on uh, movement on his slider as well. Uh, so all you know, signs point upward for both of these guys. Uh, but I like Ryan a little bit more, and I like the Twins lineup a little bit more. Uh, Ryan uh, has the fourth best strikeout minus walk rate in the league. The thing about Detmers, and I like him a lot, but he does sometimes struggle with walks, and that can – uh, heard him in this matchup. Twins are about average in terms of O-swing and patience uh, portfolio, uh, but they do have some positive regression coming for this offense. They're in the top six in, uh, in underperforming expected batting results this season. So uh, I like the Twins in the first five. We're riding with Ryan again, uh, and yeah, hopefully another good start for Joe and he can continue his Cy Young campaign. I, I really think the only two guys who are going to end up ahead of him uh, if we if we were voting now, if Otani gets the MVP, which he's very likely to do, uh, I think it's you know he's going to be in that top three or four guys at the end of the year. And George Kirby also, yeah, bro, seventeen. I was going to say Kirby. seventeen. And we just need Garrett Cole to develop that home run problem again at the end of games. And you're and Shane McClanahan to I don't mean this with the ill intent for him to maybe get banged up. And then you're well, oh, I, I, love, I love Shane, but I mean, Shane did regress second half of last season. He struggled. Well, a little okay. Bit. I'll put it to you like this. Maybe they'll manage him so they can save him for the end of the year. And then that will amp up Joe Ryan even more. He's pitching today too. Okay. There you go. And the Rays possibly in a bounce back spot after losing to the Mets. Uh, yesterday. World Series, New York Mets. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sorry. I forgot that. Zerillo yeah. still thinks they're going to miss the playoffs. <laughs> I I uh, I also bet that a couple of weeks ago. So I'm my anti Mets. And and just to kind of bring the point home, Debundo, if you missed it, gave out Joe Ryan thirty to one Cy Young on the uh, on the pod. So twelve to one now. When you look around. Baseball betting season is here, so get in on the action with the king of sportsbooks. Sign up with BetMGM using bonus code ACTION and get up to $1,000 paid back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, Mississippi, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Puerto Rico, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., West Virginia, Wyoming, or Ontario only. 
only must be 21 or older to wager 19 or older in Ontario new customer offer all promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit free bets expire seven days from ensuance excludes Michigan disassociated persons please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800 next step in Arizona 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado DC Kansas Louisiana Nevada Wyoming or Virginia 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana Maryland New Jersey or West Virginia 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York call or text Tennessee red line at 800-889-9789 or call 1-888-777-9696 in Mississippi in Ontario if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or someone close to you please contact Connects Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, and Utah, and other states where prohibited. Promotional offers not available in Nevada and New York. Hey, this is Action Network Audio Director Matt Mitchell inviting you to head into the sports betting summer with new gear that's built to last. And our folks at Shady Rays, friends of the podcast, They have you covered from the sun to the slopes to out at sea with their premium polarized shades. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company offering world-class products just as good as any expensive pair you've ever worn. And like our betting podcasts, their sunglasses offer the clearest possible optics. Shady Rays also offers the most bananas protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of their sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. So what does that mean? Here's what they told me. It means if you lose or break your pair, even a minute after they arrive, Shady Rays will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Plus, if you don't love them, just exchange them for a new pair or even return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. Basically the opposite of betting on the Oakland A's. So, exclusively for our podcast listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code ACTION for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. Let's move on to underdogs. Uh, Where's my dog? Uh Uh-huh, where's my dog? Start of a series for most teams tonight. So a travel day yesterday. Where are we looking in the underdog market, Charlie? Yeah, this is a battle of Bryce's Mariners Braves. And if you followed me at all this season, I've been fading Bryce Elder and for the most part, getting the shit end of that stick. Uh, Bryce Elder, the luckiest pitcher in baseball, a one nine four ERA expected ERA near over two and a half runs higher at four, five, six. He ranks in the bottom 10% of all pitchers in hard hit rate. That's near 50% has been significantly worse from last year. When he first came up into the bigs has some command issues. You look at just his numbers across the board, barrel rate near 10% expected batting average, 267 expected slugging 423. yet he has an 86.6 left on base rate has been able to get out of jams consistently. It's been super aggravating, but there's going to be a time where Bryce does not get this luck of BABIP or luck of double play balls or strikeouts when there's runners in scoring position, and it's all going to come to bite him. I like him coming tonight against the Mariners. Bryce Miller on the mound opposite him has been incredible since he got called up. A 198 expected batting average, 
a 265 expected ERA. He doesn't walk any batters, a 1.6 walk rate. So I love the Mariners as an underdog here. I think this game is closer to a pick em. Obviously, the Braves' offense is always scary, but they're actually in their worst or split. They're 16th in WRC plus against right-handed pitching, second against left-handed. And their bullpen as their top five. Seattle's also top five. So I like Seattle. I trust them to secure the lead and keep the league going if Bryce, is, Bryce Miller is able to outduel Bryce Elder. Nothing's going to happen. Elder's due to get blown up eventually. So going to take a stab here with the Mariners at plus money and might even add on their team total over as well. Dubundo, where are we looking in the underdog market today? Yeah, I just want to make another comment about the Mariners because I do agree with Charlie. Uh, Elder is an interesting portfolio because he doesn't throw hard. Uh, he throws a very soft fastball, doesn't get a lot of whiffs. So how is he getting away with it? Uh, he is the third lowest zone rate in Major League Baseball. Corbin Burns is lowest, uh, third lowest Bryce Elder. So he throws very few pitches in the zone. He's he's a nibbler, and he avoids um, – he tries to avoid you know, hard contact by generating swings on pitches outside of the zone. He's still getting hit decently hard, like Charlie said. Uh, but the Mariners are a very, very patient lineup, one of the fewest and lowest chase rates in Major League Baseball. Uh, and so I don't love that matchup for him. They have a couple guys who chase a lot. I mean, Julio's been chasing, Teoscar's been chasing, but uh, from a, an entire lineup perspective, I do think it's a decent matchup for the Mariners because of that low O swing and the fact that they're not going to chase a ton and that they do uh, generally draw more walks than average. So uh, that could be a problem for Elder here. His walk rate's not necessarily elevated, but it will be interesting to watch uh, this Game, I also agree with the Mariners. Miller's been dynamic. Uh, I like the Cardinals, and I know it's ugly with Stephen Matz on the mound, but uh, I think that they have uh, a split advantage here uh, with the Dodgers against lefties. The Dodgers rank second in WRC Plus against righties. They have dominated righties for the better part of this entire era, uh, but they've always had a little bit of a hole against left-handed pitching. 21st this year. They were about 15th last year. Uh, it's been a consistent trend with them. Also, Mookie Betts uh, potentially could miss. Uh, it didn't seem serious with Betts, but he did. Uh, he could miss tonight potentially. So uh, I, that's one thing to keep an eye on with the Dodgers. Uh, but I like the Cardinals plus 110 at home in that matchup. That offense is really starting to hum now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arenado has obviously figured out his early season woes. Contreras joining the, the classic, joining the new team tax. You see guys struggle early. He's really broken out now. Uh, and then Gorman, Newt Bar, Yepes. Uh, Yepes won't play tonight necessarily, but Newt Bar and, and Gorman especially have really had strong uh, rises here in the last few weeks. So I'm, I'm impressed by this Cardinals lineup. I continue to buy their lineup. I just don't know that they have the pitching. But tonight at home as a dog to the Dodgers, I like them plus one time. They've won nine of 11 since losing eight straight. I want to ask both of you this. Are you taking the cheese on them plus 275 to win the division, or is it still Milwaukee? We'll go to Bundo first on this one. I think Milwaukee's fraudulent, so I continue to look to wait for the Cubs and the Cardinals to make their moves. Uh, I think they're going to both make a move here uh, coming up. So uh, I'm interested in the Cardinals. But, I'm interested and by, in the Cubs. by move, you mean like an acquisition or no, like... like a move up the standings? Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I I bet the uh, Brewers preseason plus 175 to win the Central. I'm going to continue to ride that. I, I like it. It's just, I think there's so many holes on every single team. Like the Cardinals pitching is just a disaster. They're starting pitching. Do not think they'll end up having the wherewithal to keep it and, and end up contending in the Central. And then the Cubs that hit or miss. I, I just think that the Brewers are a more well-rounded team. Their offense obviously has some issues, but that Woodruff has not pitched and they're still 
having a good lead in central. So I am going to continue to just like ride out my future on the Brewers. Okay. Yeah, I, I I will I will say I feel worse about the Brewers just because of this Woodruff injury. The, the weird conversations that have been happening around it uh, make me seem like he may not pitch until like August. Uh, and uh, Burns is just stuff is down too. I mean, he's been getting hit a little bit more. Uh, his velocity is down. His spin rates are down. So there's some concerns with the top end of that rotation. And then like in a battle of lineups, I will take uh, the Cardinals for sure. Now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Flaherty did just have his best start. He did, and his but but here's the thing: his velocity was actually up, and like the best velocity he's had, best stuff plus he's had all year, came in the last start. It's one start, I know, but if the fastball velocity is back and the strikeouts are back, then like Flaherty is going to be a good, good mid-level starter. Yeah, but the rest of the team, like Steven Matz, garbage. Obviously, like tonight's not a bad, awful matchup. But Adam Wainwright is might as well be in a retirement home. There's just like. Yeah, there, there's just, there's just, I, I just don't know if the Cardinals can compete every game sh- scoring six, seven, eight runs when their starting pitchers are going to do that. Their bullpen's really good. So is Milwaukee's. I don't know. It for me, it's yes, the Milwaukee offense is a bit concerning at times, and it it gets aggravating throughout the season to watch them lose these close games when they shouldn't be. And Burns is stuffed down, stuffing down is not great. But I just think that like this division has a bunch of like very average teams. And I don't know if anyone is going to end up dethroning the Brewers, who I think are the most well-rounded and capable of winning. They've got three left this weekend with the Dodgers and their schedule softens. They're on the road a bunch at Cincinnati for four at Cleveland, two game home set with Kansas city. They go to Pittsburgh. Maybe they're just an over team. Maybe that's the appropriate play. You just play some overs. On the or first five, especially with the bullpens. Yep. Yeah. Their bullpens. Not bad. Okay. All right. Cardinals, they're hot, but the guys aren't buying it just yet. Well, DeBundo is. <laughs> DeBundo is, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I've well, invested just... in the Cardinals already at like plus 150. So I don't have a great number there, but okay. I just like the offense too much. Okay. Well, you have a couple more bets, final bets for the Friday slate. It's a big one, but the guys don't have too much. And that's okay. Um, because you know, you want to we're gonna give up the stuff they're gonna bet, right? So uh, Charlie, you can go first. You've got one more, and then I think DeBundo's got one more, too. And I have a one more for the road. Yeah, only one bet Bet for the rest of the slate. Uh, the over in Philly, Chicago. I'm fine with taking the plus money on the nine. Marcus Stroman is a lockbox in and of itself. One of the pitchers I love to fade. An expected ERA of 4-5, despite an ERA down over a run lower at 3-2-4. He struggles with command at times. He's got a 275 expected batting average and near 400 expected slugging. And he doesn't generate swings and misses. So like the Phillies here, getting to him, they're eighth in WRC plus against right-handed pitching. So a a plus matchup for them. And Stroman has the best left on base percentage he's had since 2017. So expect that to negatively regress. Opposite him, Ranger Suarez. Wasn't great in his first start. I think he's going to need a couple to kind of get back to his old form. So I'm going to fade him early here. Didn't really generate swings and misses last year. And he struggled against the Colorado offense this season. So with the Cubs getting, likely getting Nico Herner back, they're fourth in WRC plus against left-handed pitching. So they're in their positive split. I think they're going to get to Ranger Suarez, who might have a quick hook regardless. And then it's that middle of the pack. Phillies bullpen. And DeBundo and I were talking before the show, possibly no Cody Bellinger again, which if he does not play, obviously that lefty-lefty matchup is a plus. And then his defense is such a huge plus in center that it could lead to an extra couple of runs or a misplay. So like the over here, wind blowing nearly double digits out at Citizens Bank Park. So we love to see that. And I think a lot of runs come through. 
Hey, Tabundo, I think you've got a couple more, or you're, you're reiterating a few that Charlie's on. Yeah, well, I, I talked about the Mariners and why I like their matchup against Elder. I like Miller's stuff, his fastballs, um, really doing a nice job locating them up in the zone. Uh, Atlanta's offense can slug, and so this will be a real test for Miller, but uh, bullpen advantage for Seattle as well. I like the Mariners. Uh, we, I guess I could talk Phillies. It looks like Herner is back. Bellinger's questionable, uh, leaning towards playing. That's a big change for the for the Cubs. Uh, Stroman will either get rocked or he will throw six innings in about 58 pitches, given the Philly swing rates. They've been very aggressive at the plate. Uh, but yes, the wind blowing out at Citizens Bank Park, massive toward the total, second most wind-adjusted park in baseball after Wrigley, uh, and wind 10 miles an hour out to left center tonight, so should be a good one. There, Suarez's stuff was down in his first outing back. It was at Coors, which tends to mess with the model, but uh, I I do like uh, Suarez long-term, not necessarily short-term. So don't disagree with Charlie, and then agree with him. Uh, I faded Sandy every start this year. I like the over more than I like the Giants in this one. Uh, so I'm going to go with over 7.5, even money with Desclafani and Alcantara. Yeah, and the Giants are at minus 120 on the money line, so price doesn't jump out to uh, either of the guys over again. Seven and a half, as as we record to you on a Friday morning, is at even money, plus 100, over seven and a half runs. All right, gents, good work. If we have any uh, bonus bets this weekend, uh, bet responsibly and have fun with that. All right, Charlie? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> All right, don't forget to follow Charlie DeSterco, Anthony DeBundo, and the award-winning Action Network app. Please leave us that five-star rating once again. Congrats to our winners, Brett711, Ram8501, VLO28. You will be rewarded. Podcasts at actionnetwork.com. You will be taken care of. And we will announce more winners soon. All you got to do, leave that five-star rating and a review. And the reviews can be negative, too. You can go after anyone. Me, Charlie, DeBunda. Somebody did say Red Sox fans just are disqualified. So Brendan and BJ are on the out. <laughs> Meaning we don't have to be reviewed. No, you're disqualified from being his favorite. Oh, Okay, that works. If Chris Sale keeps pitching well, I'll take that. Chris we didn't even Sale talk about you. James Paxton, but uh, I'm encouraged. We're done. We're not doing that right now. Okay, <laughs> we're, not, we're not doing that. Red Sox at Padres tonight. The, the Xander Bogarts Revenge Series. Okay, we are done. We're back Monday morning. Zarillo and BJ should be back on Monday. Thanks to uh, these two guys for David behind the scenes. Thanks for listening, everybody, to Payoff Pitch. Action Network's MLB betting podcast presented by BetMGM. Have a fabulous week. Look at this crowd on its feet. What a tribute. No one wants to leave. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.